All right, here we are with another episode of the High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Good morning, Sal. Hey, good morning. Hey, look who's back in studio. Both of them have been here previously. We got Scott Heine and Bill House with us today. So we're going to talk a little bit or a lot, depending on how this goes, about commercial sales and uh, how we're doing with uh, with our fuel and some of our programs that are available. But first, just like everyone else, you're not exempt from this. We'll start you out with the question of the day. And your question of the day today is, name a time when you were a child and you got in trouble that ultimately turned into a funny moment. I don't care which one of you start. So you could even start. I don't care. But Well, I'll go ahead. I think I got one. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so, the one time? <laughs> yeah. So when I was, I grew up in Texas, um, and I was about probably five and in Texas, they have these things called horny toads, like TCU horn frogs. Yeah. And they're little, like, dinosaurs that's still roaming around. <laughs> and uh, I collected them. And I had a nice standard managed jar with a couple of holes at the top and a little grass in there. And that was, that was my pet. I didn't have a lot of friends, so... <laughs> The horny toad was my friend. My brother comes. You collected them, but you only have one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's a collection. <laughs> it's they, they didn't like him either. <laughs> we can edit, right? This was your question, Ryan. It was. It was, yeah. So we let him go first. I don't know what the I don't know what you've got, Scott, but I'm interested to hear it. Please. I'm just thinking right now I should have gone first. Yeah. Um well, the only thing I can think of is that as a kid, I was I had a curfew at eleven o'clock, and I had problems making that. And always just, early, uh, yeah, too <laughs> early for me. And I said I just got in about twelve thirty or so, quarter to one one morning, and thought I could change all the clocks back in our house. <laughs> my mom and dad weren't up yet. My brother wasn't up. He was in bed. I changed <laughs> I changed four of the clocks in the house back to eleven o'clock. And I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, just in case my mom and dad got up in that hour and a half. But uh, got up on the one above our um, dining room table and misstepped and fell off and <laughs> ended up waking everybody up in the house. And so my brother came in, my mom came in, my dad came in. And needless to say, I didn't see the rest of the summer for about... Uh, oh, nice. Uh, what was their reaction when they, when they said, what are you doing? And you said, I'm turning all the clocks back. <laughs> um my dad saw very little humor in it. He's a postman. <laughs> oh my he had to be up at 5 a.m. So, mom just shook her head. She wouldn't say a word to me. And my brother was trying to keep me pinned down to the floor. So, <laughs> that was it. So, I survived it, but uh, lesson learned. Nice. We're going to have to really reconsider some yeah. of these questions <laughs> or guests, whichever. Yeah. <laughs> whichever. <laughs> What'd you have, Sal? Uh, well, I could have picked a couple, uh, but uh, probably um, uh, mom had sent me off to Bible uh, camp when I was about in sixth grade or fifth grade or somewhere in there. And uh, I was there for one night and, and ran away, got back home, hitched. It's to ride back from Spring Mill Bible Camp. And that was before we had cell phones. Yeah, I ran away. Wow, from Bible Camp. Wow. 
So that's a, yeah, kumbaya out in the middle of the woods. And I was, it just was too much. And I was like, I'm out of here. So I showed back up and that's before I walked in the door. And mom's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't want to go back to that place. (laughs) Did she make you? No. Oh, she didn't. No, but I joined the Marines. So they let me do that. That would be similar. It was better better than that Bible camp. I'll tell you that. Wow. Did you say before cell phones? Yeah. They had phones? They had landlines. They had landlines? Okay. They're substantially older than us, right? Yes. 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 We used to have party lines. (laughs) Yeah, we had party lines. We had to wait for the neighbors to get off the phone so we could make a phone call. But It's still that way, right? Where are you from? Stop it. (laughs) No. Oh, you're from Bluefield. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Okay, so mine, I remember, I don't remember exactly what I did, but I remember my grandma, we were at her house, and she was washing dishes. <laughs> and so the older generation sometimes called things different names than what we're used to calling them. But anyway, so I remember her washing dishes, and I remember her telling me that if you don't get your butt in there and get on that diving port, I am going to beat you. And I remember her pulling her hands up out of the dish and shaking her hands, I, and I thought, I don't know what a Davenport is. I hauled it out of the kitchen. We're running into the living room, and I'm like, and my grandpa said that. He's like, what's the matter with you, Junior? I'm like, Grandma is getting ready to beat me, and I'm supposed to be on a Davenport, and I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) My grandpa, my grandma, here she comes. Just talent head. She's washed her hands, and he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't think you could be mad at him. (laughs) First of all, He's not sure where he's supposed to be right at the moment. And he said, son, why don't you just go over there and sit down on that couch for a minute? <laughs> Let's get her calm down. I had no idea what a dab board was. I knew I needed one. <laughs> I knew what I was looking for. <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going, but he's making good time. Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly right. So, yeah, my grandpa, he saved me on that one. He's like, hang on, Jesse. <laughs> Hold on a minute. He doesn't know what he – he's not sure where he's supposed to be. wonder what you did. It, yeah, I shocked myself. I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I can't remember. But it was that one time I got in trouble. But she was bad. And I, she was one that didn't, she wasn't one of those grandmas that you would like, yo, I could do anything around here. Mm. You could. Yeah. <laughs> You'd pay There's for consequences. it. Consequences. Yeah. So it, so for Davenport. everybody out there, a Davenport is another word for a couch, turns out. Yep. So. <laughs> I say, have to go Google that one. <laughs> so, all right, enough about us. <laughs> And and Bill, Bill, I I almost want to hear the second one. I know I know there's like a top five with Bill. <laughs> no, I probably don't. No, he no, probably no. don't. No, I've said he probably held off the number one one. <laughs> would be my guess. So. All right. Well, we're going to talk about commercial sales as we talk about uh, you know we've got residential customers, commercial customers. So what's our value proposition as we uh, think about our commercial customers? What value proposition do we uh, do we have for them? Well, um, I'm going to combine commercial and residential uh, with that uh, in the propane side of it. Um, We've kind of taken a different direction than most of your propane companies out there right now, especially your majors, uh, where they're trying to do more with less. Um, We've taken the stand that we're going to have enough people to make sure that we're taking care of our people, our customers. So we've brought on more drivers 
so they have routes that when it's crunch time, they can get there. There's no, shouldn't be any issues. Uh, we brought in more uh, customer service help here at Seymour in propane. So when you call in, you don't get a recording, you don't call a call center somewhere, you call someone right here in Seymour and you're gonna get taken care of. And we've done it in service as well. We've added more service guys. So when you call in and you have a leak or you have an issue, we can get to you and we're not gonna put you off. Um, so with all that said, I think our, how we are going to market is we want to be the reliable company. You can rely on us. We're going to be there. Sometimes means we might be a little bit more than yeah. the next guy, but um, that's uh, how our uh, propane leadership has decided we're going to move. Like you said, we may be just a, a little bit higher, but the thing is reliable supply. And it hadn't been too long ago when there was, I think there were some propane shortages. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Scott's got that for us. He's going to tell us about the I mean, supply yeah, we issues. Have, we did have some supply uh, issues. That's been years ago. We had to go Alabama, Texas to go get supply. It just wasn't available around here. So we're not seeing that this year. Um, matter of fact, we've had a, a build of probably about 30% over where we're at this time last year. So um, we don't think there's going to be any concerns with availability. Um, We've also got uh, numerous contracts at different locations. So I see, you know, we've got if we happen to get locked out of one or um, we've got others to go to to pull from. So uh, we don't see any problems with that. The pricing side of things with that, um, it's looking like it's going to be a little softer this year than what it was last year. So hopefully that's going to come down to us and the prices. We're not, we're not set yet on the pricing, but uh, we're getting closer, probably in about two weeks or so. But from the, the standpoint of availability this year, we're not seeing any any concerns on the horizon right now would you have thought with the everything going on in ukraine that somehow or another that that would have affected energy in some way yeah you, you, you always get concerned about that you always try to have a backup plan and that's what we've done here i mean in 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 looking at different because in the past we've always had like one or two that we've gone to locations to pull from now we're getting more than that we're getting multiple three four five so if we do have some issues you know, we've got the availability to go other places and get it. But, you know, we haven't had any drains. I mean, the builds have been good. And, and we had a mild winter. We didn't have much grain dryer last year. So, yeah. you know, from that standpoint, I mean, that sort of helped build up what we've what we've got to this point. So the builds have been strong. Uh, inventories are looking really good right now. So we don't see any issues going forward this year. Well, any more, I think you have to say currently we're in good shape. Yep. That's a good way to put it. Tomorrow, who knows what tomorrow can bring anymore. So. Yeah, we get a big crop that comes off wet and, and it turns cold early. I mean, a lot. that's what happened to us in 2014, yeah. I believe, was a year. We, I mean, they, mm -hmm. we just we just compounded the problem one right after another. And I don't remember what supply was. I don't remember talking about supply being We're about drastically average low. Right. Then, but, but it, you know, it was a perfect storm. I mean, the, <clears> the rain dryer came in, you know, heavy, the home heat. We had a cold winter. So, you know, it really made it kind of tough. And then the availability, you know, just drained it. So, you know, from that standpoint, we're struggling to go get it. And, but, you know, the, the good thing is that we kept everybody in. We did some short fills, but we got everybody taken care of. Nobody ran out. We didn't have any issues. So, but it was a challenging year. Explain how you keep the propane tanks. Um, I think this is kind of fascinating with the degree days. And, and um, how do you 
how do you monitor? I mean, how did you know, like, when to fill my dad's propane tank? I mean, it's just, he was just so thrilled with the service he got from Premier Ag because he, it was just, it was already filled up. He didn't have to go look at it. He didn't have to call it in. How do you manage this many tanks and with the levels? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We don't. I know. have they no don't clue. Hey, yep. we're luck. Se- it is so much luck. Uh, <laughs> did we say that's, we're salesmen? <laughs> that's that's what we've got those four people sitting next door for. Uh, um, we should probably put a window between these two <laughs> offices so we can talk somebody that knows something. <laughs> that's an operations question. <laughs> Never mind. They did. That's they, amazing. They, they do have a degree day that they run that off of. You don't know what it there's, is. There's surprises <laughs> we are. Don't ask no I, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm just thankful I didn't get a call from your dad. But uh, yeah, well, we are in some new technology that's coming up that'll take us a little bit away from degree days. Uh, monitors. We uh, up north. We're gonna kind of have a uh, a sample up there. We're putting a lot of monitors on our customers up there that hopefully will feed us the information we need without doing the degree days. Okay. Um, and if that shows to be a good process, we'll probably see more and more of that. Yeah, because we can take that and, and, and it'll give us a reading like a, when it gets to 25%. So it gives us a chance to, to start working that into the schedule. Mm. So we can get that at any, any stage. And we do that on commercial right now. We've got that on some grain dryers. Um, you know, that works out really well for us. So, you know, from that standpoint, it'll get us so we know where it's going to be at. Because, you know, and that's the same thing with, like, pool heaters now. We're starting to see more of that. When those kick on, we get a lot of people have pool heater monitors because it'll drain those pretty quickly. Hmm. So that way we stay on top of it and the customer doesn't have to worry about it. And same system but different monitors, I guess, for liquid fuels and propane? Uh, somewhat yeah. the, the same. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you ask the next one. <laughs> I don't know. No, no operations. Who questions. am I supposed to ask? That's what yeah. I want to know. Give me, said, give me somebody to ask. You're running two sales guys here. I like, I like sales guys. I used to be one. So, I get it. Can you ask us it. about golf? Right. right. <laughs> What's your price? That's all I know. I just know price. Mm. So. Uh, service work as we as we think about uh, service work. I mean, crews. I mean, when they when they go out, what what can we expect out of service? Because I just had a little bit of work done, and I was I was impressed by. I mean, how, what kind of quality of work they do? I mean, these guys do work that look. I mean, when they get done with their jobs, it is it is perfection. I've got to brag on them. I mean, it was Kevin Crane and CJ, uh, and those guys. I mean, from from start to finish their jobs just look incredible so what is our responsibility on service work somebody wants says i want to put a new tankless water heater in my house and i'm all electric right now what's our responsibilities through that work i mean well i mean from our standpoint being in sales i mean it, it's the same thing from us is that we really appreciate the work that those guys do because it makes it a whole lot easier on us i mean we can go out there and we can tell them what needs to be done they do it and they do it top notch and it really makes it a lot easier on, on us. Um, from the standpoint, a customer wants to change something or we're going to add a service, they will call us. Bill and I will go out there and take a look at any of the service, or any of the sales guys will go out and take a look at it, um, write up what needs to be done for the service techs, 
and then they will go ahead and get what they need for that run and get everything put together and they got everything so they know what they're walking into and then they'll run there and get that all the trenching done whatever needs to be done on that particular issue if it's setting a tank or if it's just a modification on an existing tank uh, they know what they're worth. Utility, they're utility locations and other, I mean, that's on the homeowner. We call, we call 811. You do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So all right. We call them and get that all marked <clears throat> up so everything's uh, done before the, the service techs get out there. So they know what they're walking into. They know where everything's at that needs to be addressed. And then it's up to them. And they've done a wonderful job at, and a very conscientious job of getting getting it done correctly. Oh, stuff looks they're all good. certified. It looks, yeah, it really looks. And nice. we do get a number, a number of compliments on those guys and the work that they've done, which again makes it a lot easier on us. So it's just another service we offer. So it'd be a little different vein, um, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much. It's pretty new, but uh, we're looking at restarting to refurbish our own tanks. I assume you guys are knowledgeable on that. You might talk about that for just a minute. I don't know how much, yeah. but go ahead and talk about that a little bit. We we send them off now. You might go through that process right. just a little. Bit. So. Well, right now, if we bring in a used tank, we may send it off to a company who will repaint it, sandblast it, paint it, replace valves, do whatever it needs, cleaned in, cleaned inside and out. Um, and there's a cost to that. And as we got to looking at it and we looked at the cost of a new tank, has more than doubled in the last couple of years, um, we our leadership started thinking, what if we do our own? What if we get our own um, facility and take care of our tanks and refurbish them ourselves? And we're doing that. Um, Rick Madden, a uh, uh, gentleman out of the west side, did a fantastic job putting everything together. And uh, we got a place in Washington, Indiana. And sometime soon, we're going to start bringing in the equipment, paint booths, everything needed. And we will be able to refurbish all our own tanks. At some point, we may open it up to, you know, other companies and we'll do it for them. Hmm. Um, but when you look at the, at the long run, um, we feel like it'll be a cost-saving measure for us. Um, and we have the ability to, uh, we know what's getting done to our tanks. We know they're getting done properly when we're doing them ourselves. So we feel good about that. So, yeah, that's something new is coming, coming up soon. And you guys represent something like 25,000 tanks or 30,000 tanks out there that we're, mm -hmm. we, we own. Correct. Somewhere. Either yeah. sitting on our facilities or at, at, currently in service. Right, in service. So, right. How often do they have to come in for that refurbish? Is there is there a date, or we just pull them in when they come and everybody checks them out? No, it's so. just on an as-needed basis. I okay. mean, if, if people start to to feel that there's a problem with it, then you know we'll bring them in. They begin to, to look, look bad or whatever. Right. And we have some tank painting crews that go out that do them on site too, as oh, well. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that's a that's an exciting that's an exciting addition to our business. I know Rick's been oh, wanting yeah. that for several years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's been that'll be a that'll be a nice use of that facility for us. So, yep. anything else? Yeah, is there any uh, fill programs going on now? Summer summer fill or for dry grass or or uh, fuel? Is there any programs going on right now? We need to 
to get out there? Well, we're starting. This is your chance to sell. We're starting to put the, <laughs> the, the programs together now. Uh, we'll probably have pricing and everything available in about two to three weeks. So, okay. Um, we are starting to do some summer fill right now, but we're, we're waiting to see if the prices come back down to us a little bit. Uh, so it's just sort of on an as-needed basis is what we're going out filling right now. So probably in about two weeks we're going to hit that pretty hard on the summer fill, and then we'll also be going out contacting the ag and the commercial side of things, getting things locked in. So hopefully in two to three weeks we'll have those prices available, and then we'll start going out there and hitting the, the markets then. Okay. And I would just mention to uh, potential customers out there, when you're possibly shopping around and hearing uh, summer fill prices, make sure you check their contract what you're going to get into because they may have a really cheap summer fill but on the back side of it they could have a lock-in price uh, contract you have to to fulfill or delivery charges or tank rentals so make sure you know the whole the whole story mm-hmm. just before you uh, before you sign up for something that sounds really good until you actually get into the winter months and it changes on you a little bit. Yeah, the price that we'll have will, will be all-inclusive. So, you know, there's some other competitors that they'll have, like, a, a delivery fee charge. Uh-huh. They'll have other things. And, and I looked at a couple of them that from the competition that customers had brought to me, and it actually added about 20 to 25 cents to the price of the gallon. So, you know, ours wow. has got it on there. So, you know, and then like Bill said, I mean, that's something you just want to look at, make sure that there's no hidden cost in there and comparing apples to apples. Kind of sneaky. Right. The sneak the fees in. It. Right. Okay. All right. That's all I got. You guys uh, have anything else? Yeah. One other thing. we uh, The Indiana Gas uh, Propane Association has a rebate program that we, uh, that we try to help our customers with. And if uh, between the dates of March 1st of 23 and December 31st of 23, you buy a new propane water heater or a propane furnace, uh, they give you $400 back in rebate for each. A um, hmm. lot of new builds going on right now that we're able to to do this for. Um, so if you're out there listening and you're thinking about replacing a furnace, um, get a hold of us and we can make sure we get you uh, some rebate money for that. I think I'll take advantage of that. I'm yeah. getting ready to build a barn dominium. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Now that that's good as long as the money lasts. Oh. <laughs> That's what they tell us. So I, I think we're fine right now, but at some point. I just tell them you didn't have any to start with. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's not your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I misunderstood. I got to go find some before I start this project. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them that's a problem on our end, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So that's a good that's a good plan because that uh, my wife decided we needed a tankless water heater, <laughs> propane, and then I saw that laying on our counter. I was like, oh, that's a yep. small win. Yeah, <laughs> small win. Take, small you'll take, take it. it. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, anything else, gents? I'm I'm good. I'm good. All right, appreciate it. As always, Sal. Anything that's all else? I got. All right, that's okay. another episode of the High Ground Power by Premier Companies. Thanks. Thank you.